Don't treat me like this. Stop coming around here with that negative energy.
because it hits hard to the inner man and we must be positive and acknowledge that God is who he really is and stop depending on other things. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this message and we magnify you and we ask that revelation knowledge would take its course in this message and bless your people, help them to observe all things because the enemy is walking to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. But God, you said you are there. You come that we might have life and that we have it more abundantly or more prolifically. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross and being raised on the third day. And not only that you were raised on the third day, but all power was given unto you. And you have the power to destroy death because you took the stain from death. Thank God by your stripes we are healed. So we need to just let go and let you take care of us. We can't do it on our own. We are fighting a spiritual warfare and we cannot win without you. Amen. And we thank you. And we forever will give your name the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to turn over to 1 John, the fourth chapter, starting at the first verse, and it reads, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits where they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is the anointed one is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is the anointed is come is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come. Even now, already is it in the world. Yea, are, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And the text for today is the spirit of divination. The spirit of divination is the master spirit that tries to control everything in your life and turn your life around away from God. But you have to know 
within yourself that ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits where they are of God. Amen. The spirit of divination. And we also have to evaluate the spirit of a prophet. The only way we can know that we are listening to or talking to a true prophet is when the prophet gives you the word of God. If the prophet does not give you the word of God, then you do not have to accept that prophecy because the word of God is prophecy. So when the prophet speaks, he speaks through God's word. Amen. And divination speaks through the world and doesn't know how to speak God's word because he is opposition of God's word. In Isaiah, the devil said he shall be as the most high. In other words, he wants to mimic God. So when he mimics God, he's using the spirit of divination and all other spirits that fail from heaven with him. So we don't know every name of each demon or of spirit that's operating in this world, but God knows. And there was a third that came with him. Divination is the practice of attempting to foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge by occult or supernatural means. Now, they kind of just sugarcoated that last part, supernatural means, the practice of attempting to foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge by a cult or the enemy, the devil, Lucifer himself. And we have credulity. Credulity is willingness to believe or trust to ready. Willingness to believe or trust too readily, especially without proper or adequate evidence, which is God's word. Gullible. You are being gullible. So you are listening to these people without God's word to confirm it. That's credulity. A willingness to believe or trust too readily especially without proper or adequate evidence. And not only that, you are gullible. Why? Because you're believing this without God's word to confirm it. Genesis, the third chapter, I won't be before you long, but we thank God for this word because a lot of people does not teach this because they just don't do it. Genesis 3, starting at the sixth verse. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, the tree was good for food, talking about Eve, 
And when the woman saw that the tree of, was good for food and that it was pleasant to her to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she looked, she took, the, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Now prior to that, the devil came into her by way of a serpent. Now, here's the thing. Divination and the python, the python spirit are one of the same. The python spirit, he wants to destroy you in process. Divination wants to also destroy you in process by way of false prophecy and have your mind caught up in the unclean things. Yes, evil spirits and spirits of the enemy are called unclean spirits. They are unclean because they've been cast out with Lucifer. So they became unclean. Now they are working for him. Divination and the python are working together. Proverbs, we want to go to the 14th chapter and listen to what Solomon says in that 15th verse. The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. In other words, he's observing not only that he's observing, he is recognizing God's word. The simple man believes every word. Just like I forestated about the credulity, willingness to believe or trust too readily, especially without proper or adequate evidence. The simple believes every word without evidence. But the prudent man looketh well to his going. In other words, he's doing research. He's trying to make sure that he's right with God. And he's searching the scriptures because the Bible says, search the scriptures in them that you may have eternal life. Beloved, be, beloved believe not every spirit. Amen. Proverbs 14, 15. The simple believe every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. Now, if you want to read in the in the amplified, it says the naive or in inexperienced person, it is misled and believes every word he hears. Let's read that again, amplified. The naive or inexperienced person, it's easily misled and believes every word he hears. But the prudent man is discreet and astute and considers 
where, where he is going. He's discreet. In other words, he are using his better judgment according to God's word and to establish his goings and not be corrupted or weak or gullible at all. Amen. Divination and the Python Acts the 16th chapter. It happened that as we were on our way to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination, that is, a demonic spirit, claiming to foretell the future and discover hidden knowledge. This is Acts the 16th chapter. In the 16th verse, it happened that as we were on our way, this is the Amplified Bible, to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination that is a demonic spirit claiming to foretell the future and discover hidden knowledge. And she brought her owners a good profit by fortune telling. Now, they were in essence her masters and she was foretelling or speaking by way of divination to get these people cultivated with her spirit that was in her. And the Python spirit is a powerful snake that constricts and squeezes its prey to death slowly. So it's a process. Just like the snake, the spirit of Python gets around its victim, which can be a person, listen very carefully, which can be a person, a family, not a family memories, saying the whole family. Church, not just church members, the whole church or area, and he slowly squeezes the life out of them. A slow process. Watch the negative changes and curse them. If you see negative or unwanted situations trying to creep in or some type of disease trying to attack your body, curse it, nip it in the bud. Because if you don't, that slow process is taking place. Cut off the spirit of slow process. Not only cut off the spirit of slow, slow process, but cast that spirit out of your life in Jesus' name. Cast it out. Amen. Joshua, we talk about the Joshua, look at that ninth chapter, starting at the 11th verse. So our elders and all the residents of our country said to us, take provision for their journey and go to meet the sons of Israel 
and say to them, we are your servants. Now make a covenant treaty with us. This bread of ours was hot when we left, fresh when we took it along as our provision from our houses on the day we left to come to you. Now, look, it is dry and has turned into turned to crumbs. These wine skins which were which we feel were new. And look, they are split. Our clothes and our sandals are worn out because of the very long journey that we had to make. So the men of Israel took some of their own provisions and offered them in friendship and foolishly did not ask for the counsel of the Lord. They took the food, they took the clothing, they took the wine, but they did not ask for the counsel of the Lord. And this a foolish people that came to see Israel, but they was more concerned about their bread and their clothing and the wine they had. They received that. It was replaced by the children of sons of Israel, sons of Jacob. And what actually happened, they did not want to hear a word from God. They didn't want any counsel of the Lord. Imagine that. Now, I'm going to stop right there because I'm not talking about people that come to church with their hand out, but most of them do. And they do not want to hear God. They rather get their knees met rather than hear the word of God. And this is what they're saying in Joshua, the ninth chapter, starting at the eleventh verse. Now we also have to prove all things. First Timothy, the fifth chapter, starting at the twentieth verse. Them that sin rebuke before all, that others also may fear. Now, a lot of people do not want to do that in the churches because some preachers sugarcoat the word of God. Not all, but there are some preachers that sugarcoat the word of God and would not rebuke before all. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one, and the elect angels, that thou observe these things without preferring one before another, doing nothing by partiality. In other words, not being biased. And there are some biased pastors that are pastoring God's people. And it 
for those elders who continue in sin. Reprimand them in the presence of all the congregation. Are you listening? Elders, are you hearing me? You can, by this word, can be rebuked. And I know, in essence, some of them say rebuke not an elder, but an elder is human like everybody else. As for those elders who continue in sin, reprimand them in the presence of all the congregation so that the rest will be warned. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, the anointed, and of his chosen angels that ye guard and keep these rulers without bias, doing nothing out of favoritism. Now, that is the word of God. And there are a lot of pastors that shows favoritism. Not rebuke, but favoritism. And they are the ones that needs to be rebuked. But he is a friend of mine. Just like people say in the street or in the drug world or in the criminal, criminal world, I don't have any friends. But in the church world, they are biased, doing nothing out of favoritism. Why? Because that's my brother-in-law. Why? Because that's my father-in-law. Why? Because that's my brother. Why? Because that is my sister. Why are you letting this go? Because that is my nephew. That's my son. I am being biased because of it. But the word of God speaks totally different of what you are doing. Pastors, listen to the prophet. The word of God says, as for those elders who continue in sin, reprimand them in the presence of all the congregation so that the rest will be mourned. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, the anointed, and of his chosen angels that you guard and keep these rules without bias, doing nothing out of favoritism. Put that in your spirit and ask God to forgive you because God is real. And God will always be real. Now, if you are sugarcoating the word of God, then you are a false prophet. You are operating under the spirit of divination and you are killing your own people because the process will slowly kill you by way of the spirit of Python. So, pastors, do what the word say, 
and let God bless you. Amen. We thank God for that, for that wonderful passage of Scripture that will help you understand that it is not about compromising because of your friends and relatives. Ephesians, the fifth chapter, we're going to start at the eighth verse. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Ephesians 5, 8 through 10. Write these scriptures down because you're going to need them and you need to know how to watch out for the spirit of divination and the python spirit. The python, the python spirit has a slow process of destroying you. If something has been in your life for a long time, you best believe that is a python spirit that is trying to squeeze you to death. And the divination spirit speaks falsely into your life and that creates the slow process of destroying you as well because they are one of the same. Divination and python are one of the same. They carry you with your tongue and they squeeze the life out of you. Amen. We have false prophets. False prophets are lingering everywhere in this world. How can you get rid of them? Know ye the Spirit of God. That's how you get rid of them. You get rid of them by way of discernment. Just because they know how to raise an offering in your church doesn't mean that he is the or she is the man of God or the woman of God. It's all about monetary gain. If you go back to Acts 16, 16, with the, the uh, slave girl that had the spirit of divination in her and Python to have a slow process of killing your dreams or laying upon sickness in your body to cause a slow process but you have to nip it in the bud and believe God that God died and he rose and he was bruised for your iniquities. And by his stripes, you are healed. Remember that. Keep that in your subconscious mind and let God move on your behalf. Deuteronomy, we're going to talk about that on the 13th chapter, starting at the fourth verse. Ye shall walk after the Lord, ye shall walk after the Lord your God, and fear him, and keep his commandments, and, boat, and obey his voice, and ye shall serve him, and cleave unto him, 
And that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken to turn you away from the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to trust thee out of the way which the Lord thy God commanded, there to walk in, so that thou put the evil away from the midst of thee. Amen. If, they, if thy brother, the son of thy mother, or thy son, or the, thy daughter, or the wife of thy bosom, or, they, or thy friend, which is as thine own soul, entice thee secretly, saying, now listen, talking about family members, saying, let us go and serve other gods, which thou hast known, not known, that nor thy fathers, namely of the gods, of the people which are around about you, nigh unto thee, or far off from thee, from the one end of the earth, even unto the upper end of the earth. Thou shalt not consent unto them, nor hearken unto him, neither shall thy eye pity him, neither shall thou spare, neither shall thou conceal him. Don't hide him. Expose him. Because he has the spirit of divination. And not only that, he's trying to pull you over to other gods. Now Jezebel was, is a prime example of that. She served the God of Baal. Isaiah the ninth chapter, 9.15, the elderly and honorable man, he is the head. And the prophet who teaches lies, he is the tail. So if the prophet is teaching lies, he is the tail of everything. The elderly and honorable man, he is the head. And the prophet who teaches lies, he is the tail. Now, a lot of people call these prophets lying prophets. And that is what they are, lying prophets. Matthew the seventh chapter, starting in the 15th verse, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly, inwardly they are raving wolves. Matthew 24, 11. Many false prophets will appear and mislead many because loneliness is increased. The love of most people will grow cold. In other words, they will wax cold. In the uh, King James Version, in the Amplified, people will grow cold. Jeremiah 6, starting at 25. Do not go out into the field, nor walk on the road. For the enemy is armed with the sword. Terror is on every side. O daughter of my people, says Jeremiah, clothe yourself in sackcloth and, and wallow in ashes. Mourn, 
allowed as for an only son a most bitter cry of sorrow and regret. For suddenly the destroyer will come upon us on both prophet and people. I, the Lord, have set you as a seer, O Jeremiah, and as a tester of the Ori of my people, that you may know and analyze their acts. That you may know and analyze their acts. We, as chosen people, men and women of God, as part of the fivefold ministry, it's what we have is to teach and preach God's word and not make up divinations to please the people. We need to tell them what God is telling them and what God is telling you to let them know what's going on in their life and if there's anything that is causing divination or causing a python spirit to squeeze the life out of you, the prophet needs to see that and give God the glory for his prophets. Thank God for them. Amen. I want to read this final scripture just to give you an idea of the spirit of divination. It reads, of course, everybody should know this passage of scripture, but I'm going to enlighten you on the spirit of divination that tries to take place in your life, but you have the power. You can condemn this spirit. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Now let me read this again. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every divination that shall rise against me, against thee, in judgment thou shalt condemn. And every divination that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. We have the authority to condemn. This is Isaiah 54. Isaiah the 54th chapter. 
starting at the 17th verse. So get that in your heart. Read that to yourself. And then not only read it to yourself, but condemn that spirit of divination. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every divination that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. Amen. Deuteronomy. And this will be the last scripture. Deuteronomy. Starting at the ninth verse. And it reads, this is in the Amplified. When you enter the land which the Lord your God is giving you, ye shall not learn to imitate. I repeat, ye shall not learn to imitate the detestable, repulsive practices of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire as a sacrifice, one who uses divination and fortune telling, one who practices witchcraft, or one who inter interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts a charm, or spell, or a medium, or a spiritualist, or a necromancer. Let me read that again. 11 verse. Or who, or one who casts a charm, or spell, or, me, or a medium, or a spiritist, or a necromancer who seeks the dead, for everyone who does these things is utterly repulsive to the Lord. And because of these distapable practices, detestable practices, the Lord your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless, complete perfect before the Lord your God. But in real time, you can't do that without Jesus. So Jesus, we are the righteousness of him. For these nations which you shall dispose, listen to those who practice witchcraft and to deviners and fortune tellers. But as for you, the Lord your God has not allowed you to do so. Cut and dry. The Lord your God has not allowed you to do so. Praise God. If you are operating in one, either one of these things, ask God to forgive you, repent, and move on. 
and let God bless you because he died for everybody. Release or curse those spirits out of your life. Ask God to deliver you and move on in Christ and love God and enjoy a lovable life because he said, I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for protecting us from these divinations and pythons and soothsayers and God, just protect us from all unclean spirits that's trying to destroy our lives, God. Raise us up in the demand that we have in your name because you have given us all power to tread upon serpents. And we tread upon the serpents. We tread upon divination. We, we tread upon the spirit of the python. We curse every spirit that's trying to give us a slow process of destruction. We curse it right now in Jesus' name. And we pray that you lift us up out of the negative and into the positive. Magnify you, God. Amen and amen. Because you are the true God. You are the God of all understanding. We cannot think logically because logic does not have a place in your body. Amen. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And we thank you, God. Amen. to traveling by fork. God, thank you. Amen. I just want to say, Father, thank you.
that song. We have to, we must be positive because God is a positive God. Amen. This message, a lot of pastors or preachers will teach or preach because it hits hard to the inner man and we must be positive and acknowledge that God is who he really is and stop depending on other things. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this message and we magnify you and we ask that revelation knowledge would take its course in this message and bless your people, help them to observe all things because the enemy is walking to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. But God, you said you are there. You come that we might have life and that we have it more abundantly or more prolifically. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross and being raised on the third day. And not only that you were raised on the third day, but all power was given unto you and you have the power to destroy death because you took the stain from death. Thank God by your stripes we are healed. So we need to just let go and let you take care of us. We can't do it on our own. We are fighting a spiritual warfare and we cannot win without you. Amen. And we thank you. And we forever will give your name the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to turn over to 1 John, the fourth chapter, starting at the first verse, and it reads, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits where they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is the anointed one is come in, the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is the anointed is come, is come in the flesh, is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come. Even now, already is it in the world, yea, are, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In the text, 
for today is the spirit of divination. The spirit of divination is the master spirit that tries to control everything in your life and turn your life around away from God. But you have to know within yourself that ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits where they are of God. Amen. The spirit of divination. And we also have to evaluate the spirit of a prophet. The only way we can know that we are listening to or talking to a true prophet is when the prophet gives you the word of God. If the prophet does not give you the word of God, then you do not have to accept that prophecy because the word of God is prophecy. So when the prophet speaks, he speaks through God's word. Amen. And divination speaks through the world and doesn't know how to speak God's word because he is opposition of God's word. In Isaiah, the devil said he shall be as the most high. In other words, he wants to mimic God. So when he mimics God, he's using the spirit of divination and all other spirits that fail from heaven with him. So we don't know every name of each demon or of spirit that's operating in this world, but God knows. And there was a third that came with him. Divination is the practice of attempting to foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge by occult or supernatural means. Now, they kind of just sugarcoated that last part, supernatural means, the practice of attempting to foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge by a cult or the enemy, the devil, Lucifer himself. And we have credulity. Credulity is willingness to believe or trust to ready. Willingness to believe or trust too readily, especially without proper or adequate evidence, which is God's word. Gullible. You are being gullible. So you are listening to these people without God's word to confirm it. That's credulity. A willingness to believe or trust too readily especially without proper or adequate evidence. And not only that, you are gullible. Why? Because you're believing this without God's word to confirm it. Genesis 
the third chapter. I won't be before you long, but we thank God for this word because a lot of people does not teach this because they just don't do it. Genesis 3, starting at the sixth verse. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, the tree was good for food, talking about Eve, and when the woman saw that the tree of, was good for food and that it was pleasant to her to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise she looked she took the she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat now prior to that the devil came into her by way of a serpent. Now, here's the thing. Divination and the python, the python spirit are one of the same. The python spirit, he wants to destroy you in process. Divination wants to also destroy you in process by way of false prophecy and have your mind caught up in the unclean things. Yes, evil spirits and spirits of the enemy are called unclean spirits. They are unclean because they've been cast out with Lucifer. So they became unclean. Now they are working for him. Divination and the python are working together. Proverbs, we want to go to the 14th chapter and listen what Solomon says in that 15th verse. The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. In other words, He's observing. Not only that he's observing, he is recognizing God's word. The simple man believes every word. Just like I forestated about the credulity, willingness to believe or trust too readily, especially without proper or adequate evidence. The simple believer every word without evidence. But the prudent man looketh well to his going. In other words, he's doing research. He's trying to make sure that he's right with God. And he's searching the scriptures because the Bible says, search the scriptures in them that you may have eternal life. Beloved, be, beloved, Believe not every spirit. Amen. Proverbs 14, 15. The simple. Believe every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. Now, if you want to read in the, in the Amplified, it says, the naive or inexperienced person, it is misled and believes Every word he hears. 
Let's read that again. Amplified. The naive or inexperienced person it's easily misled and believes every word he hears. But the prudent man is discreet and astute and considers well where he is going. He's discreet. In other words, he are using his better judgment according to God's word and to establish his goings and not be corrupted or weak or gullible at all. Amen. Divination and the Python, Acts the 16th chapter. It happened that as we were on our way to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination, that is, a demonic spirit, claiming to foretell the future and discover hidden knowledge. This is Acts, the 16th chapter, in the 16th verse. It happened that as we were on our way, this is the Amplified Bible, to the place of prayer. We were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination, that is, a demonic spirit claiming to foretell the future and discover hidden knowledge. And she brought her owners a good profit by fortune telling. Now, they were in essence, her masters, and she was foretelling or speaking by way of divination to get these people cultivated with her spirit that was in her. And the Python spirit is a powerful snake that constricts and squeeze is prey to death slowly. So it's a process. Just like the snake, the spirit of Python gets around its victim, which can be a person, listen very carefully, which can be a person, a family, not a family memories, saying the whole family, church, not just church members, the whole church or area, and he slowly squeezes the life out of them. A slow process. Watch the negative changes and curse them. If you see negative or unwanted situations trying to creep in or some type of disease trying to attack your body, curse it nip it in the bud because if you don't that slow process is taking place cut off the spirit of slow process not only cut off the spirit of slow, slow process but cast that spirit out of your life in Jesus name 
cast it out. Amen. Joshua, we're talking about the Joshua, look at the ninth chapter, starting at the 11th verse. So our elders and all the residents of our country said to us, take provision for the journey and go to meet the sons of Israel and say to them, we are your servants. Now make a covenant treaty with us. This bread of ours was hot when we left, fresh when we took it along as our provision from our houses on the day we left to come to you. Now, look, it is dry and has turned into turned to crumbs. These wine skins which were which we feel were new. And look, they are split. Our clothes and our sandals are worn out because of the very long journey that we had to make. So the men of Israel took some of their own provisions and offered them in friendship and foolishly did not ask for the counsel of the Lord. They took the food, they took the clothing, they took the wine, but they did not ask for the counsel of the Lord. And this a foolish people that came to see Israel, but they was more concerned about their bread and their clothing and the wine they had, they received that. It was replaced by the children of sons of Israel, sons of Jacob. And what actually happened, they did not want to hear a word from God. They didn't want any counsel of the Lord. Imagine that. Now, I'm going to stop right there because I'm not talking about people that come to church with their hand out, but most of them do, and they do not want to hear God. They rather get their knees met rather than hear the word of God. And this is what they're saying in Joshua, the ninth chapter, starting at the 11th verse. Now, we also have to prove all things. First Timothy, the fifth chapter, starting at the 20th verse. Them that sin rebuke before all, that others also may fear. Now, a lot of people do not want to do that in the churches because some preachers sugarcoat the word of God. Not all, but there are some preachers that sugarcoat the word of God and would not rebuke before all. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, the anointed one, and the elect angels, that thou observe these things without 
preferring one before another, doing nothing by partiality. In other words, not being biased. And there are some biased pastors that are pastoring God's people. And it reads in the Amplified, as for those elders who continue in sin, reprimand them in the presence of all the congregation. Are you listening? Elders, are you hearing me? You can, by this word, can be rebuked. And I know, in essence, some of them say rebuke not an elder, but an elder is human like everybody else. As for those elders who continue in sin, reprimand them in the presence of all the congregation so that the rest will be warned. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, the anointed, and of his chosen angels that ye guard and keep these rulers without bias, doing nothing out of favoritism. Now, that is the word of God. And there are a lot of pastors that shows favoritism. Not rebuke, but favoritism. And they are the ones that needs to be rebuked. But he is a friend of mine. Just like people say in the street or in the drug world or in the criminal, criminal world, I don't have any friends. But in the church world, they are biased, doing nothing out of favoritism. Why? Because that's my brother-in-law. Why? Because that's my father-in-law. Why? Because that's my brother. Why? Because that is my sister. Why are you letting this go? Because that is my nephew. That's my son. I am being biased because of it. But the word of God speaks totally different of what you are doing. Pastors, listen to the prophet. The word of God says, as for those elders who continue in sin, reprimand them in the presence of all the congregation so that the rest will be mourned. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, the anointed, and of his chosen angels that you guard and keep these rules without bias, doing nothing out of favoritism. Put that in your spirit and ask God to forgive you because God is real. And God will always be real. Now, 
if you are sugarcoating the word of God, then you are a false prophet. You are operating under the spirit of divination and you are killing your own people because the process will slowly kill you by way of the spirit of Python. So pastors, do what the words say and let God bless you. Amen. We thank God for that. For that wonderful passage of scripture that will help you understand that it is not about compromising because of your friends and relatives. Ephesians, the fifth chapter, we're going to start at the eighth verse. For you were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Ephesians 5, 8 through 10. Write these scriptures down because you're going to need them you need to know how to watch out for the spirit of divination and the python spirit. The python, the python spirit has a slow process of destroying you. If something has been in your life for a long time, you best believe that is a python spirit that is trying to squeeze you to death. And the divination spirit speaks falsely into your life and that creates the slow process of destroying you as well because they are one of the same. Divination and python are one of the same. They kill you with your tongue and they squeeze the life out of you. Amen. We have false prophets False prophets are lingering everywhere in this world. How can you get rid of them? Know ye the Spirit of God. That's how you get rid of them. You get rid of them by way of discernment. Just because they know how to raise an offering in your church doesn't mean that he is the or she is the man of God or the woman of God. It's all about monetary gain. If you go back to Acts 16, 16, with the, the uh, slave girl that had the spirit of divination in her and Python to have a slow process of killing your dreams or laying upon sickness in your body to cause a slow process, but you have to nip it in the bud and believe God that God died and he rose and he was bruised for your iniquities. And by his stripes, you are healed. Remember that. Keep that in your subconscious.
change his mind and let God move on your behalf. Deuteronomy, we're going to talk about that on the 13th chapter, starting at the 4th verse. Ye shall walk after the Lord, ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him and that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken to turn you away from the Lord your God which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to trust thee out of the way which the Lord thy God commanded there to walk in so that thou put the evil away from the midst of thee. Amen. If, they, if thy brother, the son of thy mother, or thy son, or the, thy daughter, or the wife of thy bosom, or, they, or thy friend, which is as thine own soul, entice thee secretly, saying, now listen, talking about family members, saying, let us go and serve other gods, which thou hast known, not known, that nor thy fathers, namely of the gods, of the people which are around about you, nigh unto thee, or far off from thee, from the one end of the earth, even unto the other end of the earth. Thou shalt not consent unto them, nor hearken unto him, neither shall thy eye pity him, neither shall thou spare, neither shall thou conceal him. Don't hide him. Expose him. Because he has the spirit of divination. And not only that, he's trying to pull you over to other gods. Now Jezebel was, is a prime example of that. She served the god of Baal. Isaiah the ninth chapter, 9.15, the elderly and honorable man, he is the head. And the prophet who teaches lies, he is the tail. So if the prophet is teaching lies, he is the tail of everything. The elderly and honorable man, he is the head. And the prophet who teaches lies, he is the tail. Now, a lot of people call these prophets lying prophets. And that is what they are, lying prophets. Matthew the seventh chapter, starting in the fifteenth verse, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly, inwardly they are raving wolves. Matthew 24, 11. Many false prophets will appear and mislead many because loneliness is increased. The love of most people will grow cold. In other words, they will wax cold. In the uh, King James Version, in the Amplified, people will grow cold. 
Jeremiah 6, starting at 25. Do not go out into the field nor walk on the road, for the enemy is armed with the sword. Terror is on every side. O daughter of my people, says Jeremiah, clothe yourself in sackcloth and, and wallow in ashes. Mourn aloud as for an only son, a most bitter cry of sorrow and regret. For suddenly the destroyer will come upon us on both prophet and people. I, the Lord, have set you as a seer, O Jeremiah, and as a tester of the Ori of my people, that you may know and analyze their acts. That you may know and analyze their acts. We, as chosen people, men and women of God, as part of the fivefold ministry, it's what we have is to teach and preach God's word and not make up divinations to please the people. We need to tell them what God is telling them and what God is telling you to let them know what's going on in their life and if there's anything that is causing divination or causing a python spirit to squeeze the life out of you, the prophet needs to see that and give God the glory for his prophets. Thank God for them. Amen. I want to read this final scripture. just to give you an idea of the spirit of divination. It reads, of course, everybody should know this passage of scripture, but I'm going to enlighten you on the spirit of divination that tries to take place in your life, but you have the power. You can condemn this spirit. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Now let me read this again. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. In every divination 
that shall rise against me, against thee, in judgment thou shalt condemn in every divination that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. We have the authority to condemn. This is Isaiah 54. Isaiah the 54th chapter starting at the 17th verse. So get that in your heart. Read that to yourself and then not only read it to yourself but condemn that spirit of divination. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every divination that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shall condemn. Amen. Deuteronomy. And this will be the last scripture. Deuteronomy. Amen. Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter. Starting at the ninth verse. This is in the Amplified. When you enter the land which the Lord your God is giving you, ye shall not learn to imitate. I repeat, ye shall not learn to imitate the detestable, repulsive practices of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire as a sacrifice, one who uses divination and fortune-telling, one who practices witchcraft, or one who inter interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts a charm or spell, or a medium, or a spiritualist or a necromancer. Let me read that again. 11 verse. Or who, or one who casts a charm or a spell, or, me, or a medium, or a spiritist, or a necromancer who seeks the dead. For everyone who does these things is utterly repulsive to the Lord. And because of these destapable practices, detestable practices, the Lord your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless, complete perfect before the Lord your God. But in real time, you can't do that without Jesus. So Jesus, we are the righteousness of him. For these nations which you shall dispose, listen to those who practice witchcraft, 
and to deviners and fortune tellers. But as for you, the Lord your God has not allowed you to do so. Cut and dry. The Lord your God has not allowed you to do so. Praise God. If you are operating in one, either one of these things, ask God to forgive you, repent, and move on. And let God bless you. Because he died for everybody. Release or curse those spirits out of your life. Ask God to deliver you and move on in Christ and love God and enjoy a lovable life. Because he said, I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for protecting us from these divinations and pythons and soothsayers. And God, just protect us from all unclean spirits that's trying to destroy our lives, God. Raise us up in the demand that we have in your name because you have given us all power to tread upon serpents. And we tread upon the serpents, we tread upon divination, we, we tread upon the spirit of the python, we curse every spirit that's trying to give us a slow process of destruction, we curse it right now in Jesus' name and we pray that you lift us up out of the negative and into the positive. Magnify you, God. Amen and amen. Because you are the true God. You are the God of all understanding. We cannot think logically because logic does not have a place in your body. Amen. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And we thank you, God. Amen. Here's to traveling by fork. God, thank you. Amen. I just want to say, Father, thank you.
Jesus' name.